Chicken Missile is recorded before a live studio audience. You're listening to Chicken Missile. Every other week, we gather to discuss one of a random set of topics inspired by a letter of the alphabet. To justify this journey in jest and jabber and jargon for an hour or so, I am Charles, your host, and today's jovial jackanapes include Carrington. Hello. Kay. Greetings. Mark. Hi. And Kat. Hello. Today's discussion topic is brought to you by the letter J, and J is for jokes, so I hope everyone brought the funny. Did you bring the funny? No. Anybody? Blink, oh. blink. I, everybody <laughs> blink off into the, not it. Nobody brought the funny? Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Um, oh, I thought you meant, I thought you meant bring the money. Like this is like. Oh, do you have that? No. <laughs> Damn. Also no. Also no. <laughs> All right. So I, I think to get things started today, uh, we will play a game first. This is um, one that is. Should be should be fun. Um, oh, that'd be nice for a change. Yeah, I know, right? Um, it is a, a TV show title mashup game, and if you're not familiar, uh, I'm going to describe a fictional show, one that doesn't actually exist, by combining the descriptions of two TV shows, and the titles will merge by a common word or phrase. For instance, if I were to say uh, this show is uh, features actors from your favorite ABC, NBC, and CBS shows battling each other in a variety of games, including tug of war and obstacle courses aboard the USS Enterprise. Battle of the Network Star Trek. Exactly. Everybody oh, the like concept? that Wheel of Fortune. There's a Wheel of Fortune category that does this. Yeah, it's a before and after or something like that. Yeah. And I thought as a as a way to um, sort of uh, mix things up a bit, we would do uh, a team A and team two. Uh, so <laughs> K, you and Mark are a team because you're on the left side of my screen and Kat, you and Carrington are on the right side of my screen. So you are a team. We got this cat. Woo! I'm putting you on All the spot. On uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kay and Mark, uh, what is your team name? Mark is about to tell you the team name. How's that spelled? <laughs> Our team name is uh, Crunchy Yogurt. Okay. Team Crunchy Yogurt, Cat uh, and Carrington, same question. Got ideas, Cat? Ah, as I look around, as I look quickly I meant that, around I meant that's office. the name of our team. What? Ah! That's the name of our team. <laughs> team. Ah! Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, and just to note, these are all 80s and 90s TV shows, American TV shows. I would expect nothing less from you. So I didn't have to, like, I didn't go delving into, like, weird Australian shows or even super recent ones. Um, so none of the answers are, like, WandaVision. Right. Or like, you know, this show only aired on Netflix, but only in some countries and things like that. So these are all, uh, for the most part, 80s and 90s network TV shows. Are we spotted points because Kate's stuck with a Canadian? Let's <laughs> <laughs> see if we got the same shows. We got, I, I watched Canadian TV as a kid because we lived on the shore of Lake Erie. 
we got this. I can make it up. And we got, and yeah, we got a bunch of Canadian stations. So plus, we all huddle right by your border, right? Partly to keep you out, but also to pick up your TV. None of these are based on Degrassi, so I, just, I don't think we're going to have any Degrassi. I'm out. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> that was on PBS. Yeah, I watched it too. I watched that. Yeah. Anyway, so <clears throat> Team Crunchy Yogurt. First question: Fifteen-year-old uh, Claire Danes and her trials and tribulations dealing with friends, guys, parents, and her brother Corky, who was born with Down syndrome. Any guesses, Mark and Kay? I know half of it, and I can't. I know all of it. Kay, did you? Uh, did can you, you switch? Yourself? Can you re 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 say the whole thing? Or yes, actually, the second part of the thing. Thank you. Uh, Yes. Uh, 15-year-old Claire Danes and her trials and tribulations dealing with friends, guys, parents, and her brother Corky, who was born with Down syndrome. I feel like I've seen that second show, but I can't remember it. Um, my so-called life, the universe, and everything. Is that your guess? Unless Mark has know what's, knows what the second show is. Okay. Yeah, I'll, give you, I'll give you partial credit because the first show is correct. Uh, Carrington, Cat, sounds like you guys know the answer. Yeah, I can't remember. My so-called life goes on. Yeah. My so-called life goes on. So uh, no points for Carrington on that, but because uh, it was not Because he's Canadian. <laughs> because it was not his turn. It's all right. Um, and I will give Kay and Mark uh, half a point for that. Yay, partial credit. Woohoo. <laughs> and team... Uh, <laughs> the uh, name is growing on me. Uh, what about all those other things that are growing on you? All right, so team, uh, this show features the staffers in the Bartlett White House attempting to run an airline on the island of Nantucket, surrounded by various wacky friends and employees. Okay, I know both of those shows, I think. Yeah, I do too. It's the West Wings. Very good. Oh, wings. Yes. Nicely done. The West Wings. I couldn't remember what the Wings was called. Yeah, it was called Wings. It's called Wings. <laughs> uh, okay, so the next one, uh, honestly, I think this one is my favorite uh, of the clues. Uh, for Team Crunchy Yogurt, a streetwise poor young man from Philadelphia sent by his mother to live with his uncle, a renegade pilot that goes on missions with advanced <laughs> battle helicopters. I want to watch the show, actually. Do you know what, Mark? Fresh Prince is the first half. Fresh Prince of Bel Air Wolf. There you go. I, said, I want to watch that show. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I. That's why I said I was like, I'd love to watch that show. So, uh, this is a story all about how my plane got flipped, turned upside down. <laughs> yes! Mr. Mode. <laughs> uh, all right. So, team. Uh, a gay lawyer shares a New York City apartment with a straight, recovering alcoholic, divorced from her abusive husband, and struggling to bring up three children on her own. Would watch. I feel like this is not one I watched. I feel like I don't know either of these. I don't know. Yeah. Can you say that again? Sure. A gay lawyer shares a New York City apartment with a straight recovering alcoholic divorced from her abusive husband and struggling to bring up three children on her own. Oh, God. I don't know the name. I, I, I think I know the shows, but I don't remember the names of them. I didn't watch TV in the 90s. Was One Life to Live... Or something. What was the one with the mom who had the three kids? Maybe that's not that. That was a. Who's the boss? Is the one who has the three kids? Okay. Oh no, she only had two kids. She had Alyssa Milano and the and the and the boy. I am I am El Stumpoed. I don't know either of these. Yeah. Okay, Mark, do you have a guess? No. No. Okay. I'm gonna kick myself. That's all right. Uh, This is Will and Grace under fire. I knew. uh, Yeah, Will and Grace was Mm. the one. I'm like, I know it. I just can't come up with it. 
Yeah. Well, if you can, if you could come up with the the title, I'd give you you know half credit. But yeah, no, I knew that. But I was like, I remember Will no, and Grace, but I didn't yeah. watch Will and Grace. Uh, yeah. All right. So uh, back to cream, uh, crunchy yogurt. All right, Team Crunchy Yogurt. Um, in a quiet, dysfunctional town in Colorado, a cool high school kid and his friends thwart authority figures and other enemies with synchronized swatches. One more time, please. In a quiet, dysfunctional town in Colorado, a cool high school kid and his friends thwart authority figures, thwart is a hard, difficult word to say, thwart authority figures and other enemies with their synchronized swatches. Wonder Twins for the second half. I was thinking the second half might be Whiz Kids, but Carrington looks like he knows it. I don't know. I, the... I know the second half. I have no idea on the first half. Yeah. At all. Functional Colorado town. If it was dysfunctional Alaskan town, I, I could do it, but. Um, Any guesses? Is it, twin, is it Twin Peaks? Twin Peaks. I don't know where Twin Peaks was. Twin Peaks, mm, something. No. Anybody? Second half is Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Mm hmm. Does that help with anybody getting the first one? Something Parker. South Park. South Parker South... Lewis can't lose. Nice. Very well done. Never heard of that show. Parker, Parker Lewis, Lewis can't lose. Yeah, the synchronized swatches. Like, oh. It's like a, a Ferris Bueller ripoff as a TV show, but it was good. I forgot South Park was that old. Uh, South Park started in the nineties. I it? know, like I, I like I, I like I when you when now that you say it, I remember watching it in undergrad, but. I just, I forgot it's been on that long. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching the South Park episode that featured a uh, an inoffensive, non-denominational uh, winter holiday celebration uh, by Philip Glass. And I was at a party and I was one of two people in the room who understood the reference in real time and we were both bowling on the floor laughing and literally everyone else was just sort of stunned looking at looking at us and looking at the TV and trying to figure out why you, this was funny. It was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was Crunchy Yogurt's turn, right? And now it is team... Uh... Kate's got this. Yeah, she, oh yeah, sure she does. <laughs> As events unfold in her life, Melissa Joan Hart breaks the fourth wall with zany sketch comedy hosted for kids and by kids. I know the first part is Clarissa explains it all. Oh, my first thought, Melissa Joan Hart was thinking Sabrina the Teenage Witch. This is the only thing I know her from. I think she was um, Clarissa. Could be. We didn't get Nickelodeon. We only watched, this is the stuff we only watched at my grandparents' house. We didn't have cable. See, we didn't have cable until I was in college. She didn't have cable. I'm a Canadian. Go team. Yeah. Okay. yeah go us yeah but can you, can you say it one half? more time and it's going to come sure, to us sure we got sure. this as events unfold in her life melissa joan hart breaks the fourth wall with a zany sketch comedy hosted for kids by kids they're both nickelodeon shows there's kids in the hall <laughs> but they weren't kids I, and i'm the second one i'm thinking is you can't do that on television but i can't connect which is canadian I know it's Canadian, but it was also on Nickelodeon. <laughs> Is that the one where they slimed people? Yes. Yes. Or if you thing? said the magic yes. word, you got slimed. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh, we loved that show. Like my grandmother hated when we watched that show. Oh no, I watched that with my dad, and I fell in love with Alanis Morissette. Yes. So, but that they don't. 
How'd that work out for you, Kay? <laughs> Still working out fine. <laughs> <laughs> but those two, but those two, so one of, but one of them's wrong because there's no way they go together. Okay, so uh, I need a guess. Oh, um, time's up. Clarissa explains it all that. Boom. She gets well it. done. Nice. I told you, Kate. I can got see this. the gears turning. Very well done. Yes. What the heck is all that? It was a sketch comedy show. Was like, was it like Arsenio Hall? And yeah. Well, I think it was like Keenan and Kel started there. Yeah. Um, they had uh, like the, the one of the breakout things was the, you know, some like a hot dog shop and the guys were. Burger uh, time. Bur yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyhow, so yeah, it was nice. like or the burger. Yeah, that burger movie that Keenan and Kel did. Yes, yes, that's the one. They started on all that. Good. The burger. full name of our team is actually. Uh, I'm going to let Kate handle this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, how about Mark and Kay's crunchy yogurt? Six black twenty-somethings in a Brooklyn brownstone, four women and two men, compete on an irreverent dating game show that aired on MTV. I know the first half. <laughs> this is fascinating podcasting, guys. <laughs> I need you to think edit, out man. loud. You, you, you're in charge of editing. Yeah, and this part will go really quick because I cut out the silence. Good, yeah, good, excellent. Be like, it'll, like, it'll actually make us sound smart, though. Mm -hmm. I think you should put more silence in. Distress. <laughs> it'll sound like we got all of these right off the bat, and like we would actually know things. Game show. The only game show that I can think of, and I don't remember if it was a dating show, was Remote Control. Um, and the only like brownstone show real world. I don't think so. I was thinking of two, two, seven. And I was thinking of, I, I don't know. Any guesses, Mark? Okay. That do, nothing. Uh, Carrington cat. You have any guesses? We didn't have MTV in Canada. <laughs> Is one of them the real world? Is the first one the real world? No. Okay. Is the second one the real world? Is the second one no. remote control. <laughs> no. Can I tell I, you about I the joys nothing. of much music? The answer is living singled out. Yeah. No. So the irreverent dating game show that aired on MTV was singled out. Singled out. Yeah. And then uh, the Brooklyn Brownstone was living single. Had Queen Latifah as like the slightly wiser neighbor. Yeah. Like, I think I vaguely remember seeing commercials for it. Uh, okay. So that was Crunchy Yogurt. Now it's time for uh, Cat, you got this? <laughs> <laughs> Cat watched a lot of TV as a child. Yeah. Go cat. All right. So colonists crash land on an alien planet facing alien and human threats, including three 20 somethings sharing a Boston apartment and working at a pizza restaurant. Oh, is it the second half would be two guys, a girl in a pizza place. Was that a thing? That was a thing. Cause I think the first, the first one I think is earth Two. earth Two guys, a girl in a pizza place. Yeah. There you go. Woo! Oh, 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 I can see that. was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> That's teamwork yeah, that right good. there. Earth Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place, which was later renamed to Earth Two Guys and a Girl. <laughs> I mean, the Pizza Place was, you know, maybe gotten a pizza little bit of a Pizza Place was asking for, for too much money per episode. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pizza Place ended up with a Coke problem. Mm -hmm. I mean, who among us? <laughs> <laughs> That's a game we should play on the podcast. <laughs> Never nope. have I ever. Oh man. No, it isn't. What, among us? I think that <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. No, Different Among game. Us. We should Different play game. Among Us. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Never have I currently. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right, so uh, next one also involves aliens. Uh, for crunchy yogurt, uh, a group of aliens are sent to Earth disguised as a human family, then leave their home in Kansas to start a new life in California on this short-lived 90s soap opera. Beverly Hillbillies? That was not a 90s soap opera. That was opera. not a 90s soap opera. It's Third Rock from the Sun something. Can say I hear the again? second part? Yeah, can you yeah, say it again? What's the second part? A group of aliens are sent to Earth disguised as a human family, then leave their home in Kansas to start a new life in California in this short-lived 90s soap opera. Uh, I got nothing. Short-lived 90s soap opera. Third Rock from the Sun City. Close, but I will give you half a point for that. Uh, that was Third Rock from the Sunset Beach. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I remembered Sunset Beach. There you go. See? Uh, I was, I think I vaguely remember Sunset Again, Beach. Again, I saw commercials um, for it. I think it. it came out like right before Melrose Place and it was like same sort of, you know, everybody was sleeping with everybody else and whatever, but. Uh, Third Rock from the Sun is still funny. Third oh, Rock yeah. from the Sun was amazing. Yeah. yeah. I remember Third Rock from the Sun as soon as Kay said it. So that might actually not be remembering, but mm -hmm. I'm going to give it to me. One of the few, yeah. One of the few that has aged well from that era. Incoming message from the big giant head. The big giant head. <laughs> and it was ended up being William Shatner playing yeah. the big giant head. I think it was Shatner as the big giant head. Yeah. Oh, uh, what's the actor's name that was the um, the younger the younger guy that uh, he's a huge movie star now. Um, oh yeah, it was in break. Uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Gordon Levitt. Yeah. He went straight from being this awkward, gangly, like I'm an alien kind of guy to. Now I'm an action star in Christopher Nolan films. I'm still waiting for that transition to take place in myself. Yeah. All right. So that was uh, a half point for crunchy yogurt. Uh, next up we have uh, for cat. You got this. <laughs> That's now our <laughs> <team> name. <laughs> if Paul and Jamie, a married couple living in New York ever say, I don't know out loud, they get green slime dumped on their heads. Jeez. I got it. Mad about no, you, you can't, can't do, do that, that on, on television. television. Mad about you can't do that on television. I say a point to Charles for that combination. <laughs> I had I had a lot of fun putting these together. This is good. These they are were good. some of them were some of them were difficult, and I really wanted to put like I really wanted to do like Battle of the Network Stars, like in the example. And I was like, oh, what what ends in battle? I was like, yeah. but yeah, I ended up uh, using that for the example because it's not it's not perfect as it stars or star and whatever. Yeah. All right, so this is for uh, Team Crunchy Yogurt. A straight-laced propane salesman in Arlen, Texas, heads an overworked, understaffed police precinct in an anonymous inner city patterned after Chicago. King of the Hill, Hill Street Blues. Blues. Nice. Ding, ding, ding. Got it in one. An adolescent Ben Savage tests his various theories about life as he endures living with strangers on this long-running MTV reality show. Okay, so it's uh, Boy Meets That's World. That's the real the world. Ben Boy Savage. Meets World. Boy Meets the Real World. Boy Meets. Boy Meets the Real World. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, that one has a it kind of yeah. I kind um, of stumbled and, into that one. Yeah. I did. Uh, no, I was like, yeah. I knew both shows, and I'm just trying to figure out how they go together properly. Okay. They don't. Yeah, the, the answer real is, boy. That one had a slightly different structure, and we still I call shenanigans. But well, I've saved the I've saved the ones with the slightly different structure to the end, because um, this is that's where I, I decided to go uh, 
go for broke and, and I'm going to call this the bonus round. And whoever rings in first uh, with the correct answer gets the points for their team. And I will double the points. Go but Kate. I still haven't decided how much the points are actually worth. So double <laughs> something arbitrarily. They're made up and the points don't matter. Don't matter. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want to use that phrase because it's probably trademark. Joe Carey, whatever. Trademarks anyway. don't matter. Everything is trademarked and the marks don't matter. But you matter. Aww. Katie, you want to trademark to our team? <laughs> <laughs> We're done. <laughs> Four women gossip about their love lives with Michael J. Fox as the deputy mayor of New York and his team of halfwits. Sex in the city. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. He was uh, Sex in the Spin City. Sex in the Spin City. I guess he was in the, the TV show. Okay, He's Canadian, so. This game is yeah. way more Canadian than like I was the, I'm much better at the 80s than the 90s because in the 90s I wasn't watching TV. I was I was too busy being a high school student. I didn't have time to watch TV. <laughs> all right, last one. This is for all the marbles. It's a lot of marbles. I don't have any marbles, so you can have all of them. And this is for no marbles. <laughs> this is for no marbles. Again, uh, first to the answer gets uh, double the points or two points or whatever. A team of teenagers are recruited by Chuck Norris to save the Lone Star State from the evil witch, Rita Repulsa. You know, definitely know what the second half is. One more time, please. This one's all, this one's all mixed up. So it's not just okay. one or two. Okay. It, this, is, this is the... Okay. Oh, I know what it is. Walker, Texas Power Rangers. Nice. Yes, I would have accepted Mighty Morphin Walker, Texas Power Rangers. <laughs> Yeah. That sounds uh, Chuck terrible. Morris was the giveaway. Well, that's yeah. It's like <laughs> fighting crime in Texas. There's Chuck Norris. It has to be Chuck Norris, right? So yes, yeah. the Mighty Morphin Walker Texas Power Rangers for the win. Nicely done, team. Uh, I'm gonna let you do this. it. Uh, gets uh, comes out on top with nine points and crunchy yogurt for three. Wow. I watched way too much television as a child. <laughs> And you thought you weren't going to do well with this because you wow. didn't have cable. <laughs> well, you kept it. There were a lot, mostly network shows in there. To be fair, our team did not have a Canadian. <laughs> I'm holding it back. Uh, that ends our TV mashem ups game. So, does anyone have a joke that they would like to share? I have three jokes. Oh. I asked. Does anyone else have a joke they would like to share? <laughs> In preparation for this, I did a battle of the computer jokes. I asked Google to tell me a joke. I asked oh, no. Siri to tell me a joke. And I asked a vintage Macintosh using Macintosh to tell me a joke. <laughs> and I'm going to relay all three terrible, terrible computer dad jokes to you. You can tell me which of these systems is the most humorous. So Google. I was going to ask you, uh, did you happen to record these? Because I would, I would love to hear the Macintosh. <laughs> I was going to say, now I, I need to go find Macintosh. I can tell it like a moose. Right <laughs> yeah. uh, so Google gave this one. How does a mountain see? It, it peaks. peaks. Uh, Siri said this. I have a pen that can write underwater. It can also write other words too. <laughs> see, I thought it was better. And then vintage Macintosh says, oh, it's a knock-knock joke. Okay, Charles, I'll give you a knock-knock joke. Knock-knock. Who's there? Nicholas. Nicholas who? 
nickel is half as much as a dime. That's a smart man. Which so which vintage which vintage Macintosh came up with that one? That was an borrowed SE Macintosh SE. Okay. Yeah, I uh, my my boss killed with one of those jokes at our mandatory company meeting, but you had to be there. Okay, that was yeah, that was no, it's no, good. I just this like I, I'm I get really it. bad, at, like I'm <laughs> really bad at being funny. You know, when I used to do stage costume like costume competitions, I could never do comedy skits because I am, you know, you like you know we we've seen it before. I fail epically at being funny. Don't you remember last episode? Uh, well, we're gonna we're not gonna talk too much about last episode. Things okay. went things went like I said uh, a little off the rails. I make a pout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think I think everyone apologized for for last episode, right? We're, yeah, we're all I on good know. terms no again. No, I st I stand by everything I said. Well, to Chris in the hospital. Yeah, nice K. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> he deserves what he got. Yeah, Paul. Paul is not here uh, to defend himself, so we're gonna uh, try not to do too much. Um, not sure when this will go out, uh, but episode I, the one that we're talking about, should be on the feed by then. As will Paul's image on mugshots.com. <laughs> and as my dad would say, fight nice children. <laughs> fight nice, Why would you, you fight guys? nice children? Fight bad children. <laughs> but we are the bad children. Did you hear about the fire at the circus? Mm -mm. It was intense. <laughs> yeah, I like bad jokes. I broke my right pointer finger last week. On the other hand, I didn't. You <laughs> <laughs> hear they're going to put a giant clock at the top of the Leaning Tower of Pisa? Because what's the point in having the time if you don't have the inclination? <laughs> oh, that's good. I have a stepladder because my real ladder left when I was a kid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I've, I've done that. I've, got, I've gotten her stepladder out of the closet. And I just said, like, out of, no, out of nowhere, you're not my real ladder. <laughs> uh, I used to work for a newspaper. There was any excuse to have a party there. Uh, there was even champagne when we won an award for our fonts. We had the best of times. <laughs> wow. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah, it's always good when you have to gasp for breath as you're, as you're, uh, as you're laughing. Yeah, one time I actually um, nearly choked on a breath mint when I was laughing at something so hard. But luckily it had a hole in the middle of it. It's quite a lightsaber. <laughs> Why does a chicken coop have two doors? Because if it had four doors, it would be a chicken sedan. Mm. <laughs> Mark, you got some terrible jokes for us? You know you do. PG jokes? Well, this, uh, this along with all of our other fucking episodes, are going to go right out with, uh, <laughs> with the explicit tag. I mean, if I didn't, I'd have to bleep the last episode with considerable... Completely. <laughs> just yes. It would just be one long tone. Yeah. <laughs> After the, yeah, after the first few minutes, tone. it would just go. What do you call a magic dog? Nothing. A labracadabrador. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Okay, if we can tell not PG jokes, then what would the Jetsons be called if they were black? The Jetsons, you fucking racist. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, I like that. I like that. Uh, and if you if you like these bad jokes, I have 144 more of them. I know, gross, right? <laughs> <laughs> What's brown and sticky? Stick. A stick. A stick. <laughs> I'm terrible for like I find it very difficult to remember jokes. Yeah, that's, that's why I have a bunch of them written down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because I because I knew that there would be uh, times when I was like, oh, I, I have a, a thing and I can't remember it because I, also, I often have that with just words, not even jokes. Confusing Venus and Aphrodite is called a misunderstanding. That one is subtle. You can look it up when you get home. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I get it. <laughs> I get it. My doctor was skeptical that I could get all my exercise just doing lunges. He said it was a bit of a stretch. <laughs> that hurts. Hurts. But, you know, he paid his way through med school working in pubs. He had trouble getting a job after that because nobody would hire someone who's been behind bars. Oh. I mean, I just, you know, I'm not like looking for good reactions from these. Just some sort of reaction? Some sort of, that's the whole point is, you know, these are bad jokes. Sir. A butcher that interrupts your dinner is called a deli marketer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, an old one is guy sitting at home, here's a knock at the door. Gets up, goes to the door, opens up. Doesn't seem to be anybody there. Looks down. And all he sees is there's a snail. Just, ew, picks it up, chucks it away, shuts the door, forgets about it. Three years later, there's a knock at the door. Opens it up, same snail. Snail says, what the hell was that all about? <laughs> that <laughs> My brother just got a new dog. Uh, he hunts, so he's out shooting ducks and stuff. And he says that uh, his, his new dog can bring back a duck from like two and a half miles away. But if you ask me, it seems a bit far-fetched. Oh, it's a foul joke. Yes. <laughs> uh, you guys remember Crystal Pepsi and, you know, clear food? Is that a stripper? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, no, but that would be a great stripper name. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the stage, Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> Sorry, did that ruin it? No, no. <laughs> It's probably uh, better than the joke he was. Well, I'm, yeah, it is. It actually, it, yeah, it's uh, it's better. Um, anyhow, uh, Dole, the fruit company, was working on growing transparent bananas, but uh, I doubt it would have worked out because I just can't see the appeal. Womp, womp. Womp, womp. And then at the same time, uh, Monsanto was working on genetically modified corn. Uh, people that ate it experienced this weird psychological effect where they had trouble telling lies. It was just a rumor, of course, but there was a kernel of truth to it. I mean, any joke at Monsanto's expense is always going to be a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I go, I go like way out of my way to make these terrible puns. That, that one wasn't a pun. That was just me saying, no, just I go way out of my way to make these terrible puns. <laughs> yeah, that was a good slam on Monsanto. I yeah. liked it. Yeah. Um, I've, got a, I've got a long form joke if anyone is, sure. uh, is interested. But if anybody has one queued up, Teed up, just bring it on. Okay, I see you have a glint in your eye. <laughs> you I have nothing. Nothing. Okay. No. Um, this is a, this is a story uh, that I heard when I was in Boy Scouts. Um, if that tells you how how old it is, and unlike a lot of the stories from back then, uh, I am not bound by the um, the court order to not say it. So the um, back in the old and olden days, um, medieval Europe there were uh, two babies born and they were found on the doorstep of an abbey by a monk. 
and apparently they had been abandoned there because they were born without arms. These two twin brothers, uh, babies raised in the abbey because no one would adopt them. And as they grew up, they learned to make their way around the world and uh, at least the world of the abbey, uh, not having any arms. When it, when it came time for them to uh, choose a profession and go out and you know make their living, one of the brothers decided that he was going to try and uh, make his way into the town that was near the abbey. And uh, so he started to pack up his things um, with some difficulty, of course. And uh, his, his other, the other twin, uh, told the monks that he wanted to stay in the abbey and uh, study to be a monk and uh, what's it called? Take, uh, take vow. vows. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, the, the monks embraced him and said, okay, your, your first job as an initiate uh, traditionally is to uh, ring the bell in the bell tower. Uh, it's a job that we usually give to the, the most junior member. And um, you ring it once an hour to let everyone know, you know, when to come to prayers and things like that. And so, he went up to the, the top of the bell tower to go ring the bell for the first time and realized having no arms, he had no way, uh, he had no way to ring the bell. So he tried kicking it. Um, he tried pulling the rope with his feet and that didn't work. So eventually in frustration, he banged his head on the bell. Bong. And uh, it made a little bit of noise. It was great. So uh, I'll try that again. So he rears back and bong, slightly better but it needed to be able to be heard by the whole town. So he took a couple of steps back, took a running jump and missed the bell entirely. Flung out from the top of the bell tower, splat blood, hair and eyeballs all over the uh, pavement below. And slowly a crowd begins to form. The, uh, the townspeople looking around and saying, do you know who this is? I have no idea, but his face rings a bell. Oh, that was a very long walk. Out of the crowd, his twin brother, having seen what happened, total uh, just tears running down his face. He runs back to the abbey to ask the monks what happened and how this you know, tragedy could have occurred. And they told him that it was, it was his brother's mission to ring the bell. And you know, he, he tried valiantly and failed. So the second twin brother said, I will do it. I will ring the bell to honor my brother's legacy. And so as the, the clock hit the next hour, he climbed up the stairs of the bell tower and then got there and realized that there was no way for him to ring the bell. So uh, he tried kicking the bell. He tried pulling the rope with his feet and it didn't work. So eventually he tried hitting his head on the bell. Bing. And it worked okay. So he tried it again little bit harder this time. Bong. It's okay. That's, this must be what, this must be what, uh, what my brother did. So um, I'm going to try uh, a little bit harder. And so he uh, takes a few steps back, takes a running jump at the bell and misses completely. Splat on the pavement below, blood, hair, and eyeballs. And the crowd gathers again. Do you know, do you know who this is? No, but he's a dead ringer for the other guy. Oh. <laughs> that was a very long walk. <laughs> That was an extremely long walk. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. I also know a joke about two brothers. 
These brothers were skunks, and they lived in, in a tree with their mother. The skunks were named In and Out. They tended to be in different places. When In was In, Out was Out, and often when Out was In, In was Out. And one day, uh, one day, um, Out was In and In was Out, and the mother skunk said to Out, asked Out to go out and bring In in. So Out goes out of the tree and very quickly brings In in. And the mother said, that was fast. How did you find your brother so fast? And Out said, that was easy, instinct. <laughs> that joke was told to me by my like fifth grade PE teacher. And I don't know why he decided to tell me that joke, but it has stuck with me. Knock, knock. Who's, Who's there? there? Cargo. Cargo, beep, beep. <laughs> Cargo. Cargo. Cargo who? No, no, no. Owl go who. Cargo, beep, beep. <laughs> See, when you have toddlers in your life, you know all of those kinds of jokes because they, they, they come up to you and they tell them to you and they think they are the funniest thing ever. Kind of funny. And they're very proud of themselves for knowing it. Mm-hmm. So this is this is all the funny we got. We're... I just have not been in a fun like like I don't want I'm not I don't want to bring podcasts down, but I just have not been in a place where being funny is like something I have any ability to do right now. I, ideally, I should have set this episode out, but then what would Carrington have done during the game show? I would have lost. I know. So I had I was here for a reason. It was to yeah. carry. I was to carry Carrington. <laughs> exactly. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. Yeah. <laughs> He's my podcast partner. Yes. All right. I have one more. Do it. Bring it. Fire away. What's black and sits at the top of the stairs? Stephen Hawking after a house fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Wow. Must remember this is audio podcast. Audience cannot see me face palming. Mm-hmm. That's the better than the last episode. Oh my I God. mean, that's, that's a low bar to clear, but we'll take it. Yeah, I was for ill-prepared. Indignation. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I wonder if Paul got a lawyer. Sure, now you can come up with the eye joke, with the eye. <laughs> now you can come up with it. Well, it was sort of an eye for an eye. <laughs> too, too soon, dude. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's the the formula for comedy is um, tragedy plus time, right? True. Oh, your your tragedy. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's my, my it's time. tragic if it happens to me. It's comedy when it happens to you. The time is is simply the pause between when we're staring at each other, trying to think of the next thing to say. That's the time. Yeah. The tragedy is the actual episode that we're creating right now. <laughs> yeah. Wait till T for train wreck. <laughs> Choo-choo. Oh, uh, choo-choo, yeah. Yeah, you said train wreck, choo-choo. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. See, I'm trying to be funny and it's not working. <laughs> I can put a laugh track in. I can, yeah. No, <laughs> totally should, should actually put a laugh track in. That Just, would be funny. That would make this episode funny. Yes. Would it? <laughs> Couldn't hurt. <Right. laughs> I mean, something's gotta. <laughs> Well, sometimes I will just tuck my knees into my chest and lean forward, but that's just how I roll.
Yeah. The, uh, the, the TV that I just got, I got for, for free because it was on the curb and it said volume knob stuck at full. I said, well, I can't turn that down. <laughs> what do you call a fish with no eye? Fish. <laughs> Where did Napoleon keep his armies? In his sleeves. <laughs> That's really good. I've never heard that one. That's really good. You picked this topic, Charles. Yeah, nobody to blame but yourself. Yes. I did, and I'm sorry. I apologize to the four people that are on this call and the maybe four people who are listening this far into the podcast. Thanks to these journeyman jesters, Mark, who had to suddenly leave under mysterious circumstances. Kay. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being had. Carrington. Thank you for having Kay. And Kat. This was super fun. I'm sorry I wasn't more active. I'm sorry too. Thanks for podcasting with me, guys, and once again, keeping me from losing my mind and screaming uselessly into the void. Thank you, Kay, for reminding me to scream uselessly into the void. Alrighty, so I am going to start... Excuse me. Don't eat soft cheese just before a podcast. Time's up. We're done.